0: Task and project management, time management, file and image management, and yes, the list does go on. We're going to save you an incredible amount of time in your work week, and we promise not to be too nerdy. This podcast is brought to you by Photographer's Edit, custom image editing for the professional photographer. Just visit photographer'sedit.com. Welcome everybody to Workflow Wednesday special production of the Boca Podcast, and I'm um, post joined... Thanksgiving,
1: post Thanksgiving, post
0: Thanksgiving. Yes. Uh, how many pounds did should we share? How we how many pounds we collectively gained? Oh my gained? goodness!
1: <laughs> um, so we went up to gallenberg and we had uh, Thanksgiving at. Um,
2: this was a first. This
1: was definitely a first. You want to tell where we ate?
2: We ate at Paula Deen's. Paula Deen's. Did you really? Which is uh, family style? Yeah.
0: yeah. Like good old southern yeah, cooking. All you
1: um and, and cre- it tasted so good, and <laughs> incredible. You know, um, five and a half hour wait to get to this restaurant.
2: It was officially the longest I've ever waited to eat in yeah. a restaurant yeah. ever we, before. We, but we, we got
1: there at ten thirty. We didn't eat till like three or something like that. Yeah. Um and um yeah. and, But we we like we went to a, like an escape room and we did a ropes course. There's a lot of stuff to do around around there. So it was really yeah. Really oh, we cool. shopped.
2: I mean, you're yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's all kinds of stuff right around there. So yeah. never in a million years would have done that for a restaurant if it was not at a location that was full of family fun, entertainment, all that kind of stuff. So yeah. yeah.
0: But why specifically that restaurant?
2: Um, my mom had never experienced it before yeah, her, and my her, dad had been yeah, and we, we wanted we, her we,
1: to Yeah, we rent a uh we rented a cabin up in Gatlinburg uh for uh and her whole family came up uh came up and down uh, from Indiana and from from Florida. So yeah. it was great. Yeah. We had a great time.
0: Wow. So yeah. so what is that
1: you?
2: Have
0: you done, have you done Thanksgiving before, like away from your typical home scenario?
2: We I feel like Thanksgiving is the holiday that we're, that we don't have specific, um, continuing traditions. Like every Uh, year I feel like Thanksgiving is a little bit different for us. mm -hmm. Sometimes my parents come up from Fort Lauderdale. Sometimes we spend it with Rich's side of the family. Sometimes, Mm -hmm. I mean, this year we went up and did a cabin. So Christmas, we're a little bit more consistent with our traditions than Thanksgiving. So Yeah. yeah.
0: Yep. That's kind of cool,
2: Haley, So what great, Smoky you? Mountains National Park, so beautiful. Yeah,
1: it was awesome. What did what, what you do, um, Haley?
2: Um,
3: my family does pretty traditional things. We have lunch at my mama's house and then dinner at my aunt Shane's house.
1: <laughs> okay.
3: Every year since every year I can remember.
0: <laughs> and do you wow. have favorite foods from these experiences?
3: Oh, the sweet potato casserole is like <laughs> something about that man. Mm. Um, now,
1: now, um, it's like dessert. So, uh, some people put marshmallows on top, and some people put like like a like a pecan, yeah, uh, like, yeah. Uh, like a like uh, a we do both yeah. pecan Candy. topping. Like, what, yeah. what, what, what what do y'all like to put on there?
3: <laughs> this one is like candied pecan. It yes. it's not. It should be on the dessert table. Yeah, yes.
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But don't we fool ourselves? We fool ourselves into thinking you know because we like we have we have. We have uh, sweet potatoes, we have uh, breaded potatoes, we have uh, uh, stuffing, like so many (laughs) carbs, so many, we're like carb over bread, all the
2: carbs.
0: (laughs) The pie, yeah. That was a cheat
2: day for you, surely, right, Nathan?
0: Just a little bit, yeah. Well, actually, that day in particular wasn't, so we- uh, Did you have sushi?
1: You had sushi, didn't you?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was at a resort in in Mexico, actually, of all things. And so I actually had Mexican food that evening. yeah, it was okay. kind of. I had tacos, and um, I mean, we did have a little bit of dessert. Tur- turkey tacos? <laughs> no, turkey tacos. I think this is chicken tacos, and uh, did have some churros. Actually, some of the best churros that I've ever had. Really, Ooh, really good.
1: That's worth a trip in of itself.
2: Were they at <laughs> there at the resort? The churros were.
0: Yeah, so I mean, I'll
2: go to Mexico for good churros. So I need more information. This was yeah. at
0: the, at the resort. I, I will say, um, the tacos weren't the best tacos I've ever, I've had some legit street tacos before that actually Joel and I did together uh, when we were on vacation and it was actually in Florida at one point that I, I don't, I haven't had any that have matched that to date. Um, and, and these weren't quite that good, but the, the churros definitely the best ever, they were, they were warm, oh, yeah. thick, a lot of sugar, uh, and just enough crispy on the outside, but then like soft on the inside. And then you mm-hmm. dip it a little bit in the chocolate sauce or in the fruit. It was. <laughs> I feel good. like you
1: could talk about that the whole hour. You I mean, could just, you could just keep, just keep, just keep on talking about the churros. I, yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like the quality of the churros at uh, Costco has gone down over the years, uh, um, or maybe uh, our
2: taste has sophisticated oh, over the years.
1: Mm, that's true. That's true. We uh-huh. we we always we always play this game of like, um, like a, when we, we our first cruise we went yeah. on a Royal Caribbean, we're like the food is amazing, and then all the cruises we've had since then, they are like, eh, the food's like it's not okay. as but we've taken different different uh, cruise lines. We're like like where we just young and like our tastes have changed over the years, yeah. or was the food really good? On oh, it was just, it was just you don't know. You just don't know. So.
0: <laughs> you could you could just say that it's become um, you've become more of an intellectual when it when it comes to I mean, the food. I'd like, I'd, like I'd like to think so. I'd like to think
2: <laughs> that fifteen years have have, have yes. changed our palates a little bit. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah I've yeah. had churros uh,
0: before that tasted like they were that they've been frozen. Yeah. thought out like that yeah. that kind of flavor i don't know if it was at an amusement park or something like that these these were so good Nice. Um, yeah. nice. and now awesome. everybody who's logged in thinking that we're going to talk about me <laughs> Day, they're like what the heck are they talking it's, about yeah.
1: yes yes <laughs> let's talk about christmas heather won't let me eat christmas <laughs>
3: yeah. well, heather but, anderson said um tacos for thanksgiving sounds like the bomb
0: <laughs> it was well it was a combination of tacos yeah, I mean, like, there's slash really
3: never a bad time to eat tacos. tacos. No.
0: Tacos and tequila the combination was a good uh it was a good combination and being on the beach we we were actually um I was outside of Cancun in in Quintana Roo and um at mm-hmm. this all inclusive resort kind of tucked mm-hmm. away from things it was beautiful the the weather was incredible scenery was yeah. gorgeous it was it was nice to get away honestly and and disconnect for a few days so definitely welcome. I, there's nothing like for me anyway, nothing like being at home with family for Thanksgiving and seeing as many of my brothers and their family as possible. And everybody just kind of piling around the big dinner table. And my mom cooks just insane amounts of food. And I miss that environment, but this, this escape was much needed. So.
2: Good. Well, I'm glad you guys got to get away. And it was a busy time of year for all of us. Yeah, it's been a
0: pretty crazy season for sure. But to to that point, um, Workflow Wednesday, like we actually talk about more than food on on Workflow Wednesday. (laughs) Uh, Believe it or not. uh. (laughs) Um, This is is kind of a special production of the Boca podcast where we focus specifically on workflow and more specifically creating efficient workflow uh, because we, we all have to we, we all have a workflow of some, some kind on a daily and weekly basis. The goal is to spend less time working and more time doing other things um, that I, I would like to think are more important than sitting in front of a computer. And so that's mm-hmm. what we do here on this series. Today, we're going to actually introduce a, a new project. Um, I guess you could call it almost like a side, not, not even a side project, it's a new new brand that photographers Zeta has launched, a whole separate entity in and of itself called Milu. And the Milu app is designed specifically for the purpose of efficient workflow. And we're gonna talk more about that here in just a little bit. So uh, we're actually going somewhere that's related to workflow, uh, but we, I love the small talk um, kind of introduction to these episodes. And speaking of Rich uh, and Heather or both, um, do you all have a particular industry news that we need to highlight this week, a tech news or industry gossip or anything of the sort?
1: Uh, yes, I, yeah, I guess, I guess it would be called tech news. I mean, like, uh, mm-hmm. uh the, what, what interested me the most this, this past week was, um, and I actually just sent you the link, um, Haley, so you can put it in the show notes. Uh, uh, did you ever, did you see this video that was, uh, so the director of John Wick, he created a video that shot completely on the iPhone 11 pro, um, it was about this like epic, uh, snowball fight. Um, but it was, um, it was, so obviously he had gimbals and, and he had, prof- he had, he had a, a production crew, right. but the actual video that was shot on an, an Apple iPhone 11 pro and it, and it's unbelievable. It's yep. unbelievable. Yep. Um, and so it you've just, seen it just,
2: this video, Nathan,
0: I, I didn't see the whole thing. side clip of it. Yeah. And, and the, yeah. the production quality is is amazing. And to think that you're literally just holding this little thing in, potentially in a gimbal like like rich was saying but but the fact that that hardware can can produce that type of content yeah like
1: like slow uh like this um the slow motion because he um he could shoot it and and uh um and Fast, whatever you know. I, I don't. I'm not a video person. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it, it was. Imp- it just trust me. It was impressive. It looked really cool. <laughs> it was really cool. But uh, but yeah. H- uh, hopefully, hmm. Haley will put that in the show notes, so y'all can just kind of go down there and and and, and click on it. Uh, the whole article, including the making of, There's a really cool making of video of okay. of, of uh of uh, some uh, behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just. Oh, I haven't just, seen that. I yeah, want to see that. It's
2: okay.
1: it's just it's just really really cool. It's really cool. It's it's, it's just kind of a little again highlights um uh, in fact the, the director was just saying like how uh different it was because uh, normally he's having to deal with huge cameras uh, yep. uh hollywood cameras and for him to actually have the freedom to to use this really small little thing to get into uh, areas that uh, normally you had to do some crazy things to 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 get a big camera in. Mm-hmm. um and so it it, it he, he he enjoyed it so uh, yeah
0: yeah, I, it's. I mean, it's interesting to, to continue to be reminded of the fact and the reality, which is that it's not about having fancy gear; it's about how you use it. And yeah. um, and now, of course, the reality is we're not just. I mean, you saw this type of thing, maybe not to this extent, but you saw quality work being produced by even some of the older iPhones, four, five, six, seven, that kind of thing. Um, but but now we're talking about next level and continuing to be reminded of the, the fact that. This technology, it's, it's a commodity at this point that's not just simply accessible to the, quote, professional photographer or videographer. Mm-hmm. Anybody has access. And the tools that are being developed continue to make it easier and easier for any and everyone to then take that footage or that image and go and edit it and produce a, an amazing finished product. Um, we're going to have to up the ante as photographers, videographers, business owners, ultimately, if we want to stay at the top of the game.
2: Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's more about creative creativity and resourcefulness now than than hundred percent. You know what I mean?
0: That's a great way to sum it up. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You're so good, with words Oh, oh. <laughs> just just keep your
1: own care. I'm chopping
2: it off. Chopping it
1: off. Do we talk about that? Oh, no. oh, oh, oh we were to talk. Oh, sorry. Okay.
2: Shut this down, Eddie. Okay. okay. <laughs> 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 okay. Nice, sorry.
0: Focus, <laughs> <laughs> Rich. Focus okay, focus.
2: okay. 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 A D D. So. <laughs>
0: Well, so we we I mentioned earlier that we're going to highlight Milu today, um, which is an app that, that this is an idea that started for me actually years ago, and um, has continued to kind of morph and turn into this, this first version that we've launched, um, a, a tool that ultimately enables photographers and coordinators, event coordinators, to collaborate on events more effectively.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and just just to kind of give a, a premise to the conversation around Milu, and then I want to actually demonstrate the app. Everything that I do professionally centers around two big ideas, relationships and time. Photographers Edit, uh, the the company offers custom editing service, but what we're ultimately providing is time. And one of the benefits of more time in our lives is that we can focus on relationships. Milu, as an app, um, does enable photographers, coordinators, other vendors to manage, to produce and manage timelines and shot lists for weddings and other events. But ultimately, what it means is working more efficiently when it comes to the creation and management of timelines and shot lists, because we know what that still looks like. Even in 2019, most of the time, it's emails, endless emails back and forth between us and the clients or the coordinators, Word docs, Google docs or otherwise. And it's a very tedious process to create a a timeline or to create a shot list. We're simplifying that. So that means more time for you to focus on other things. But then we've created a platform that enables you to collaborate with those involved in those events more effectively, more efficiently as well. And so I'm going to demonstrate that here in just a second. But I just wanted to share the thought process behind the application um, as we are going to see it. It all centers around time and relationships. And if those two things matter to you as a business owner, as a photographer in the end, then this might be a tool that would be particularly effective for you. For those of you that are just listening to the audio version of this this episode uh, we do push this out on facebook live if you go to facebook.com slash photogs edits the photographers edit facebook page so if you're listening to the audio version of this and you're curious to see what this actually means um, visually then make sure that you go back to the photographers edit facebook page we'll link to that in the show notes of course and you can actually watch this live video
1: um, and uh, and also, I mean, if if they're listening, um, it's actually in the app store right now. I mean, like they could down, literally download it real quick. Uh, you know, I just I just want to remind people that that they spell Milu. As M I I M I I L U. So, uh, so if you're in the app store, uh, don't go M E, you're not going to find it. So M M I I L <laughs> U. Uh, download it, and uh, we'll we'll wait after you for, for you to download it, and uh, then Nathan can start the start the demo. Thank so, you, uh, Rich.
0: Yeah, that's actually it's a it's a great reminder. Um, you know, Milu, um, and I'll just give a little while everybody's downloading the app. I'll give a little background uh, to the name. I. I tend to go to Japanese words when I'm looking for the name of a new business or a new company, a new project. And Milu is based on the Japanese word, Midu, which is to see. And so the thought process here is twofold, but in the context of this conversation, to, to have a big picture view as a coordinator or even as a photographer, to know the timeline, the overarching timeline of the day, um, what the client's actually wanting from the day, to have that big picture view. Milu enables you to be able to have that that big picture view and more effectively manage the event that you're involved in. So um, that's the that's the thought process behind the word. And then, of course, ultimately, we have to find versions of that word available as a domain. And um, M-I-I-L-U was was the one that we landed on Milu. So that's that's
1: incredible. A a five letter domain that still exists. Uh, Yeah, it's amazing. I'm quite impressed.
0: It wasn't cheap, but we made it happen so nice. <laughs> um, what I'm gonna do here is again as we have people maybe downloading the app um, is I'm gonna go ahead and share my iPhone screen and um, I'm gonna actually walk us through using this app and I know that uh, I think rich rich you downloaded the app earlier right
1: i did I did
0: so um we're gonna we're gonna walk through this almost. Like you've well, assuming you've never actually even looked at the app before, um, and just kind of step by step, and I'm going to explain the process. Now, the the irony of the fact that we're walking through this is that I would venture that anybody is familiar with using an iPhone and using an iPhone app, uh, at least one that's well designed, could likely figure this out, this app out, within just a few minutes. And the goal was to design a platform that is truly user friendly. But um, just for the sake of understanding, complete understanding of the thought process behind the app, um, I'm going to go ahead and walk us through it. So, this is going to load, and I'm going to go ahead and log into my account. Now, everybody's going to see my, uh, <laughs> my personal email address. I'm going to get bombarded.
2: <laughs>
1: when I first open it up, it says, "Do you want to?" Uh, would Mila would like to send you notifications? Do I do I want to accept <laughs> notifications from you guys? <laughs> I, I, I will allow it. Will allow you will it.
0: this time, okay. Yes. All right, cool. So, um I've logged in here. Now, I this you'll you'll see for those of you who are watching um and well, for that matter, for those of you who are not watching, what we what we come to uh, initially is the events page, and this is essentially the the home page of your experience with Milu. Everything centers around events. Now, this is this is really helpful for event coordinators. This is helpful for photographers. And for that matter, for those particularly in the wedding industry, other vendors, whether it's um, you know, locations or florists or bakers or otherwise, knowing what events you have coming up in a chronological order is, it's really nice to be able to just go to one place and be able to see that. Yeah.
1: I see that uh, on the signup page. I'll actually, actually ask the, uh, what's my specialty and, And uh, it's like baker, caterer, coordinator, florist, hairdresser. So you can actually put in whatever musician, venue, videographer. So uh, so you so even from the 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 sign up, I'll actually kind of ask you what you do.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And and initially, um, we're, we're really trying to focus on is the user experience specifically for the photographer and for the coordinator, because those are the two people that are most involved, aside from maybe the, the location itself, mm-hmm. um, that are most involved in the details of a timeline. They're most involved in the details of a shot list. Mm-hmm. And so the, the user experience has been designed largely for those two people. Now, I I know as a photographer, just again, to give further context, in the past, if I had a shot list, it was one that I had created as a result of conversation with clients. And I would type that out and uh, maybe have a piece of paper with me at one point, or maybe it was in my notes app or some type of a notes app uh, on my phone that I could reference from time to time. And um, that is being centralized now here, but not only is it being centralized, you're going, to able, you're going to be able to collaborate with your client in the creation of that timeline. You're going to be able to share that with other vendors involved in the event. And again, I'll demonstrate that here in just a second, but the interface is extremely simple. So you've got the events home screen, you see what events you have coming up, those that may have already expired um, or that have already happened. You'll notice the bottom of the interface is very simple. It's just events is your home screen. You can create a new event and then you've got your settings. The goal here is minimal number of clicks to make this thing happen. And if I do go to create an event, I'll just walk you through the interface uh, and you'll notice actually, so this is telling me, you know what, you need to update your subscription to add more events, which is kind of funny. So um, in this, for the sake of a demonstration, it's actually limiting me, but the creation of the event is is a very easy step-by-step process where you're simply uploading an image associated with that particular event. Uh, maybe you already photographed the the couple's engagement session or maybe you have a photo of the the person whose birthday it is uh or the, the person associated with the corporate event that's that's going to happen or a logo of whatever it might be you can upload the uh the image for that particular event in fact i'm going to go to the the info screen here for this particular event you'll get the idea of what you're uploading you've got the image the name the date start and end date and of course that allows for multi-day events which are applicable in some cases Mm -hmm. Uh, start and end time time zone is really important because you may have vendors that are coming in from out of state Mm -hmm. uh, or potentially out of the country and involved in that particular event so specifying Mm -hmm. that um, and then also having uh, the event of course name and uh, the address as well which is important for the sake of weather management later on so Mm -hmm. We'll explain that in just a second, but you've got the the creation of the event, adding an event only takes probably 60 seconds uh, to add that information in. And that's gonna pop up right here on your events home screen, pretty simple. You've got a search function there at the top that allows you to search through events uh, as you continue to add more. And um, and then you also have your notifications, uh, which are pretty straightforward. If there are any notifications that haven't been read, you can mark them as read. That little link will pop up at the top of the screen but these are notifications that let you know if any changes are made to events that you're involved in. Um, and that's, again, the cool thing about this is rather than having to, to rely on email and then a Facebook messenger and then text messages and phone calls, everything happens in one place. Everybody stays in the same page or on the same page, uh, within this app and it keeps things really straightforward, really simple.
1: I, uh, I appreciate that there's a uh, hairdresser and makeup people in there because, um, they they need to stay on the on the timeline. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's true, and I'm gonna I'm gonna demonstrate how um, you can collaborate with them here in just a second. But for somebody that, that doesn't, it most likely a photographer and a coordinator are those who are the two individuals as I mentioned earlier. Who are gonna use this this app the most? who are likely going to subscribe to it, um, and it is it's just a very simple monthly or annual subscription if you want to go that route. But they're the ones that are gonna use it the most. If you want to invite somebody to the event, to collaborate on the event, to be able to see the timeline, to see the shot list, it's not gonna cost them anything to do that, to download and, and do that. Uh, so you can stay on the same page and yeah, you're right. It's, it's good for all of us to be on the same page for that matter. Um, so let me just click into the event just to kind of give you an idea of, of how this works. And again, it's, it's pretty straightforward. What you see is what you get, but you do have the event info that I showed earlier. And then you also have the weather, um, and that weather is obviously determined by the location and the date. Um, and we're, we're pulling from an API that allows us to be able to see weather in advance, which is nice, but it gives you an idea, particularly for light, sunrise, sunset, of course, being aware oh, nice. of whether or not there's going to be rain on that particular day. Um, you can switch just by clicking on the little Fahrenheit sign at the top. You can switch to Celsius if you so desire. Uh, but just being aware of what the weather is going to be like that they again, not having to go to a separate app to see this, but knowing just by going into the Milu app to have everything in one place is really nice. And then um, what we have here is a timeline. The next option is the timeline that we talked about. And what I'm going to do, we already actually have some um, some events here in the timeline. I'm going to delete those out just so I can walk you through the process. So obviously, there's no timeline created here. You can begin to add individual timeline segments uh, or events to the timeline. And, or I'm sorry, I I said segment here. We're gonna actually add an event, individual events to the timeline. You could manually create this timeline event, which typing in a phone might feel a little bit tedious. I know most people are used to to typing endlessly on their phones, it may not be a big deal. Uh, But to that end, and to make this a little bit easier for everyone, we've begun creating and adding timeline templates that you can pull from and then just modify if you need to. And this will save you have, having to hmm. type in 60, 80, 100 different timeline events for that particular day. You'll at least have a starting place and you can modify the start time, end time, the name of the individual event if you need to. So just as an right. example, um, let's go to, we're gonna click on the longer wedding day. Many of us know what that's like. And you'll you can actually scroll through and look at that particular, wedding or the, the timeline template. And if that works for you, then we can go ahead and click add and it's going to plug that into your day. Now you'll notice that the segments and the start and end times, they can be modified um, and customized to fit whatever, the however your day is actually going to go down. Um, that's not meant to be set in stone. You can customize that, modify it as you need to, but you've got this timeline that you can work from. And if you need to, Click in here and edit what that timeline is called. You can do that. Very simple. You can modify the start and end time. If you want to add some notes relevant to that particular event that you want everybody else to be able to see as well, you can copy those or you can, you can type those notes in there. Um, you can also delete something if you need to just by holding down on that individual event. You're going to get a confirmation and then you can delete it or not. Um, but you've got your timeline here. Now the cool thing, and I'm gonna show you this in a second, is that everybody gets to stay on the same page when it comes to this timeline. Um, particularly those who are downloading the app, they're gonna be notified if there are any updates made to the applica- or to the timeline. And um, they'll even, if you allow them, they'll be able to go in and edit and update the app along with you, uh, which is helpful. So you've got your own, you've got a, a timeline, our set of timeline templates that we've created. We're gonna to continue to add to those. Uh, as we have more conversations with photographers and hear their preferences, maybe get examples of timelines that they tend to use on a regular basis. Uh, but you also have the ability, if you do manually create a timeline, to save that as a template yourself. So you can pull from those personal templates in the future if you have a particular timeline template that you usually work from.
1: Hmm. Now, what's the difference between uh, event and segment?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. So you'll notice that you've uh, what, got... Where, as I, what's
1: the difference between those two?
0: Oh, and I think we got a little bit of a delay there, but as, as we're scrolling through, you'll notice that you've got the events, the individual events, so makeup appointments at hotel, for example, is a timeline event, um, or the florist on site for reception for floral setup. That's an event, but then just to kind of keep from having to scroll through endlessly, you know, like this, I think this particular template has something like um, 60 events in it or so. You can create segments that break up that timeline a little bit. So you can see, for example, dancing, very, very Mm -hmm. simple segment name has been added in there and that allows you to create a little bit more organization within the timeline. So you're not just scrolling endlessly through um, 60, 80, hundred different events in that day.
1: Okay. So, so you can create segments and then you can create events inside that segment. Okay.
0: Correct. Yeah. Yeah, So if I, at the bottom of the screen, you'll notice again, just very a few simple buttons, but events. Add event segment and then settings is all you've got there. So if you click on that little plus sign, you can choose to add an event, a timeline event, or you can add a segment for the sake of just further organization. And you so can here if you
2: it. choose event, is it going to pull up and ask you?
0: Yeah. So if I click on event, you'll see it It gives me the option to be able to create a timeline event. You know, okay. this this might be something as simple as uh, the father-daughter dance um, or mm-hmm portrait of the bride and bride's mother or whatever the the actual individual event might be.
1: Give the photographer uh, more money.
0: the photographer. Whatever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Whatever the event might be. So, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Correct. Yeah. So you can, okay. of course, the date naturally is going to be the, the date of the event itself, um, unless it's a multi-day event, then you'll specify the date. Start and end time. And then, again, any specific notes. You don't have to add notes in there. But. We just know that in some cases, a photographer, coordinator or otherwise want, may want to make certain notes specifically for that timeline event. Now, if you want to create a segment, it's a little bit simpler. Again, just the name and start date and start time. And um, then that segment will populate there. And it just it, it's a means of a little bit of organization simplification. If you're scrolling through, you want to get to the reception, for example, you can do that very quickly because you know without having to read each event where you're at.
2: Right. Right. Excellent.
0: Nice. Um, For those who are not using this platform, you still want to share that timeline with them. This actually applies to the shot list as well. You see the little email icon in the top right-hand corner, and you can just click on that, enter their first name and email, and you can send a PDF version of that timeline template or, or, I'm sorry, the timeline or the shot list to whoever it is that you want to. Um, Right now, This has been designed specifically for iOS Uh, as we gain traction. The plan is to also add an Android version, but let's say for some reason, somebody doesn't use an iPhone. How dare you? Uh, But in that case, the the timeline or shot list can be emailed to them or just any and everyone, you know, somebody may not want to actually use the app itself. That's fine. You can send them an email version or a PDF version. They'll get an email with a link to the PDF, uh, which they can reference.
2: Awesome. So that's that was one of to- that was one of my bigger questions is sharing information with those who may not be on the app. obviously, as as someone who's using the app, you can suggest to the people who are collaborating on an event but the ball would be in their court. And so if they chose not to, that's really good to know. How that information would get to them. That's great.
1: You know, if you went back to the timeline, uh, what is that? What's that symbol in the uh, up the right next to the, the the email symbol? What is that?
0: That's the template. So if I click on oh, that, oh,
1: okay, that's okay, okay, all right, yep. okay. It gives yeah. me the
0: option to either add a template or create okay. one of my own.
1: Okay, 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 okay. cool, cool. Yeah, um, we, we don't see the actually where your finger is on, so we don't exactly. Yeah, know I wish. Yeah,
0: I know. I wish that we could we could demo that way. That would be that would be helpful for sure. Yeah, that's cool. Um, So that's the timeline. The shot list works very, very similarly um, with a couple of exceptions. So I'll demonstrate that here. So let me clear this particular shot list out and we'll make it blank. So same idea. You can add individual segments for the sake of organization or shots, the title of the shot. um, If you want to associate the shot with a timeline event, you can do that. And I'll show you what that looks like, the significance of that here in just a second, adding the time. And then again, if there are notes associated with that particular shot that we need to keep in mind, you know, don't put this person next to so-and-so or whatever mm-hmm. it is, um, then you can add that in there. Or again, for the sake of saving time, um, we can go in and pull from an existing shot list. And in this case, we'll do this. So we'll, we'll click add and we'll add that particular shot list template to, um, to the shot list here for this event. Now, again, this could be customized. It, what we're what we're trying to do with the templates is save you time having to manually type out every single shot that may not or th- that you need to add for that particular day. But not every one of these shots is going to be relevant, makes sense for that particular event. That's totally fine. Very easy to just hold down on that individual shot and you can delete it if you want to, or you can click on the shot and go in and modify that if you want to do so as well. Uh, When we were talking about earlier, the the idea of associating a shot with a timeline event, this is kind of cool. We can click here, and I'm going to pull from an existing timeline event. Bride and bridesmaids get ready at the hotel. Now click Save Shot. And you can see now, you not only see the shot, but you also see what timeline event that that is associated with right underneath. Now, the cool thing about that is if I go back to the timeline, You'll notice now we have a new icon. There's a little camera icon there right next to the email icon.
2: Yeah. If, yeah. I
0: click, if I click on that, you'll now see the shot actually pop up underneath oh. that particular timeline event. Whoa. So if you wanted to, and assuming all the shots are associated with a particular timeline event, you could just stay in the timeline and function or work from the timeline and even check the item off. Or if I click on that, you'll notice a little check mark happens now right next to that shot but you can make sure you're getting the shots, but also staying aware of the timeline itself.
1: That's super cool. That's right really, that super cool. Yeah. I like that format right there.
0: So that's the shot list. Uh, again, this is, this is none of this is meant to be earth shattering um, as far as functionality is concerned. What we're trying to do is just provide a simple way for you to, to be able to create and manage a timeline and shot list without, again, that very tedious, endless back and forth via email, Google Docs, multiple platforms, et cetera. You can just keep it all in one place. I, now, I,
1: I love that the shot list is um, on, on here because, I mean, there's so many times where I'm shooting a, a wedding. I'm really um, making changes to, to the shot list on, on the day of the wedding because, yeah. like, the bride's like, oh, my grandmother wasn't able to make it or th- this family wasn't able to make it. And I'm, and I'm like, and I'm literally taking shots out, at, um, at modifying shots, And it would be awesome if like, uh, the wedding coordinator, who's going to be helping me, uh, like gather these people up, uh, gets the, gets the latest shot list immediately. Like, uh, Mm -hmm. which is, which is awesome.
0: It's important. And to that point, actually, Haley's actually, Haley, you're still in this event, right?
3: Yeah. Is that my, uh, let me see which one I have. I'm logged into because I have a couple of accounts.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Um, so what we'll demonstrate here in just a second is the importance of. And it'd be it's cool that that we're using ideally you as the photographer and then the coordinator also are using the same platform, and you're able to log in and see the same information. But to your point, Rich, if you were to make, for example, if you were to make an, an update on the go, you'd want the coordinator to know about that or vice versa, uh, because we all know that the timeline can shift and change through the day. There might be some changes, as you pointed out, to the shot list through the day. But the last thing that we want then is anybody else that's collaborating with us to be in the dark. If you make a change, you, you may know what you're getting done, or you may know what now changed the timeline of the shot list. But if the other people you're collaborating with don't, that's problematic. And so very simply what we've done here, are you logged in there, Haley?
3: Um, If you'll add the HaleyGaffin at gmail.com to that event.
0: Cool. Nobody spam Haley with your with, uh, email now. And you can see that the invitation is very, very simple. Uh, this person is going to get an email notification. If they haven't downloaded the app yet, they can download the app. Uh, but if they already have an account with me, Lou, they're going to get a notification in the app that says, hey, you've been invited to join. Uh, I think we, this one's called the Smith Wedding. You've been invited to join the Smith Wedding. So I'm going to click invite. And got it. there you go. And so what's going to happen now, and you can see I got a notification that she's accepted the invitation to the Smith wedding. And then Haley, if you'll go ahead and, and make a change to the timeline, for example, uh, just or, or, or the shot list, either one, just so that we can show them what the notifications look like. Again, not a not a complicated concept. We all use apps with notifications, but this is really important when it comes to staying up to date with your team. Uh, The focus on here is relationships, it's collaboration. So we want to know what your team members are doing, if they update the timeline or shot list. And um,
3: I updated
0: and you can see, I got a notification. She's updated the Smith wedding timeline. And if I click on that and the actual notification here in the notifications panel, it's going to take me to that timeline. And one of the updates that we're getting ready to add um, here, I think within the next uh, less than a week or so is we're going to we're gonna put a little notification the first time that you look at that timeline or the shot list, there'll be a little update or an edited or added um, tag on that particular item so that you know that this has been the item that's been added or updated, just for clarification's sake. So Perfect. I'm just gonna mark read all here for the notifications, but that is uh, that gives you kind of an idea of what that collaboration process looks like. So you've got your team here to collaborate with, and that's the goal. Cool. You want to work together as a team. You want to be able to collaborate effectively. To do that, you want to have access to the same information. If everybody's logged into the app, then they will do that. And if updates are made, then everybody is notified when updates are made, again, so that everybody stays on the same page. And that's really important as well.
3: So I'm going to go ahead and set you up for a question. Awesome. <laughs> um, what happens when we are in the middle of nowhere and there is no cell service?
0: Yeah, that's a great question too. And as most apps should, I honestly, I've been frustrated. There have been times when I've downloaded a a game and I don't play a lot of games on the iPhone, um, just to be clear, but there have been times when I've downloaded games and it seems to be the commonplace thing these days for you to to have to have a connection of some kind, Wi-Fi or or cell or otherwise, um, in order to be able to use an app. Um, Just to be very clear for everybody, if you are in the middle of nowhere, shooting a wedding or an event or a birthday party, whatever it is, um, you you will have offline access to any of the data that has already been entered into the system um, if you go offline for some reason. And, and that seems like an obvious thing. Um, it apparently is not these days in, in more modern apps, but for the sake of maintaining your data, you can do that. If you do check items, and you, you, this includes the weather, the timeline, the shot list. If you do check items off of the shot list, when you have an internet connection, again, that will update and sync across um, anybody who is plugged into that platform. But yeah, it's important to note that that the offline access does exist. The other thing, as I mentioned earlier, is that you do have the ability to make notes um, with particularly individual events or shots. And if you do make that note, I'm just going to enter the word testing here and we'll save that again. You'll notice then with that particular event, hair appointment at the hotel, there's a little note icon there and you'll know to look to see what that note is. If you, make enough, if you add a note, then anybody else associated with that event um, should also be able to have access to that note. They'll see that there's a note associated with it. They can look at that, that note and uh, everybody stays on the same page. And then very last, um, but certainly not least, we have a messaging app. And you know, the, the obvious question or one of the questions we might get in this case is why do we need to add another messaging platform to the 68 messaging platforms that we already have? And the goal here again is centralization um, so that you don't have to go five different places to get this work done. If you, as an event coordinator, you as a photographer want to be able to manage an individual event, um, because we also know, I mean, as much as I've talked about coordinators, many times photographers play the coordinator role as well. So they're overseeing the timeline, they're overseeing the shot list, they're kind of pushing everybody through the day, making sure everything gets done. Um, I, I realize that that's the reality. But if you are collaborating with other people, having the ability to be able to message um, by the way not just your team but also clients because i I didn't highlight this earlier but not only do you have the ability to invite your your team or other vendors associated with the event but you can also invite clients the process is the same you add them in you put their name their email they get an email notification and they can also have access to see um, the timeline the shot list one of the the features that we have on the to-do list is uh, an approval process, too, because sometimes there there might be um, slightly heated conversations, whether it's during or after the fact. Well, I told you I wanted this thing and you didn't get that thing, uh, or I, this was supposed to happen this time and it didn't happen. So we'll, we'll add in a process where the client, if you've invited the client to the app, can also hmm. approve the shot list, approve the timeline, and there's record of that just to minimize any potential issues later on. Uh, but you do have the ability to invite your clients to collaborate as well. Um, you can turn on and off their ability to edit timeline events or shot lists. If you want to manage that, just have a conversation with them, let them see the product or the finished product, then you can turn off their editing permissions. But uh, in addition to that, what I was getting to, you do have the ability to be able to send messages. The interface is very, very simple. Um, you can send to an individual person or you can create a group message, very similar to uh, Facebook Messenger, for example, or even iMessage and message those individuals. You can collaborate uh, on the event itself leading up to it the day of either one. You'll certainly be notified if you get a message. And um, this just allows you to stay in one place. Instead of having to jump around to five different apps to, to manage the day or to plan the day leading up to that event, you can stay in one place. So we do have messaging built in as well. And that's it. That I mean, it's really just <laughs> that simple. Wow. Um, and, and the goal is simplicity here. We want this to be user-friendly for any and everyone. Certainly the professional, and that's where the, the biggest value is. Uh, but we want this to be as extremely user-friendly. In the settings, um, I mean, again, all pretty self-explanatory, uh, but you can update your profile information, change the password. If you do want to, you can archive an event. So if I go into this event, I can archive or delete the event. In most cases, I would just want to archive it so I can always go back to it. And if I archive that event, then I can see those archived events here in my settings. And then I can also have access to my templates specifically. So if I create any timeline or shot list templates, I'll have access to those here. I would love in the future to add the ability for photographers to, to share their own templates um, in a much easier way. And hmm. that may be something, a feature that we that we develop. Uh, but to be very clear as well, I mean, as much as I think this functionality as we see right here is is highly practical and very useful, even now, um, we are in almost like a beta stage. So we're it's live in the store. You can download it, you can use it, you can sign up for a subscription, um, but we are also going to be having quite a bit of conversation with photographers to get their feedback on hey this is a feature i'd love to see or this makes sense but it, it would make more sense if you did it this way even down to the messaging and some of the messaging as we begin to let the world know about this app mm-hmm. what are some of the words the ideas the concepts that resonate more with them so we're going to be getting that kind of feedback and refining the process here in the next month or two
1: now can you uh, uh, uh can you make it so that uh, like the like the florist can look at the timeline but can't modify it I mean, that like, was or, my question or, or, as well or, or like what, what happens if like the the florist like accidentally deletes uh some of the timeline like or, or you know that kind of stuff so yeah. I mean, how, how's that work yeah you and had right.
2: mentioned client permissions and i was wondering if anybody else is able to restrict the you know
0: yeah absolutely so you as the event creator assuming you create the event you have the ability to turn on and off editing permissions um, so what I've done here, and I, I need to make sure I'm narrating for those that are listening to the audio, but if you go, if we're going to go back to that Smith wedding that we were looking at earlier, I go to collab. And then those people that I've invited to my team, um, I don't want Haley editing my timeline because I know she's going to screw it up. So if I, <laughs> if I go to, to Haley's um, profile, you can see very, very simple at the very bottom of that interface there, the editing permissions, I can turn them on or off and it's just a little button, I can flip those on and off. Now, the amount of customization, what things can be edited and not edited, do we wanna turn off just timeline or just shot list? We may add a little bit more variance or nuance to that in the future, but for the time being, uh, in most cases, again, I think at least initially as we launch this platform, photographers and coordinators are gonna be working together and the idea of editing, um, having the ability to be able to edit a timeline or shot list is something that they're gonna both need to have. It's the people that are invited in beyond that, whether it's clients or mm-hmm. or other vendors that we just want them to see, but not be able to edit. Um, in those cases, you can just turn those editing permissions on or off.
2: Nice. Excellent.
0: Any other questions, thoughts, suggestions, frustrations, <laughs> 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 ideas? <laughs> um, that, nice. That's kind of a summation of the workflow. Um, but what I would love for anybody that's listening or watching, uh this is i've been surprised honestly that this is not a more widespread thing we we have very very little competition in this space Um, despite the fact that we have access to all kinds of other technology for you know task and project management and so forth um there there is very very little effort at playing in this space so we're trying to to develop a platform um that is well ultimately extremely useful very practical and, and very simple to use for photographers number one coordinators uh, number two, and if you have suggestions or ideas that would make this more useful for you, please don't hesitate to just send an email. So it's Nathan at Milu, M-I-I-L-U dot com. And, um, you know, to just kind of bring this full circle too. The, the goal of this series, Workflow Wednesday, is to talk about workflow and how to make that workflow more efficient. The last thing that we need to do is be spending more time in email and um, and the endless kind of back and forth email is instant messenger existence, which is and sometimes... Or has been, anyway, required in order to put these kinds of timelines and shot lists together. We want to take that away, simplify the process, and um, centralize it. And that's our goal with this platform for right now. So if you have suggestions to that end, we welcome them.
2: Yeah. That's fantastic. Thank you so much for the demo, Nathan. Yeah. It's beautiful, it's streamlined, it's easy to understand. And nap- navigate, and um, it looks incredibly useful. Yeah. Do we have any questions, Haley? From um, there's no questions from the Facebook group. But
3: I think the next thing people are probably going to want to know is: is there a trial? What does the pricing look like on subscriptions? Yeah.
0: <laughs> typical. Typical me. I don't. I don't. I'm not a salesperson, so I forget to talk about that stuff, or I don't talk about it enough. But yeah. Very simply, um, you can. Uh, there is a a trial. So you can you can create an event free for one month. It Doesn't cost you anything to do that. Um, so if you have an event coming up in the next thirty days and you want to test it, or you just you, you want to create a make uh, make believe event and just test the functionality of the app, you can do that, and um, that doesn't cost you anything. And then the script subscriptions themselves uh, are pretty straightforward. Uh, we are in the process right now of of getting ready, and actually I think uh, maybe even as of today that the updated version of the app is live with the annual subscriptions. But for now, monthly subscriptions. Uh, two options, very, very simple. One is $9.99 a month, and that gives you four active events. So if you go to that event home screen, you can have up to four events there. Obviously, I was subscribed to the standard subscription, 9.99 dollars a month, which led me to four. Uh, so that is the the standard subscription and the premium subscription is unlimited events a month, and that's $15.99 a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those are the two price points, $9.99, $15.99. We are going to be adding some annual options in for those of you who are like, you know what, I'm all in and uh, I want to save roughly 15% or so. Uh, you'll be able to do that with the annual subscriptions and we'll be adding those as well.
1: Awesome. Um, and so, and so uh, just to make it clear that this is the, the subscriber is able to um, create the event and then, um, then they can invite anyone they want to the, the invite people don't have to subscribe to to make change to to look at it make changes to it they don't have to subscribe to it just the person who's creating these events Is that correct
0: correct. Correct. Yep. The the person who is creating the events, um, coordinators are allowed uh, a free event and then they'll need to sign up as well. Again, because our, our primary targets right now are, are coordinators and photographers, mm-hmm. but anybody else can be invited to individual events and it's not going to cost them anything. We want them to, to be become familiar with that platform and be able to use the platform, see the benefit of the platform. Mm-hmm. So clients, other vendors, they're not going to be charged anything to come and use that.
1: Okay. Cool. Cool.
0: All right. Well, we'll leave it at that. Um, If anybody has any questions, again, Nathan at Milu.com. You can just email me directly. Suggestions as well. Would would welcome those. And um, thank you guys for hanging out today. Haley, do you want to just kind of let us know the next Workflow Wednesday episode that's coming up?
3: Yeah. So next Wednesday, uh, that is December 11th. I almost said January. (laughs) It's December 11th. Slow
1: down, slow down.
3: All right. (laughs) We will be um, talking about this past season with Photographers Edit and maintaining expectations, handling what looks like a little bit of chaos um, and how you can take what we've learned and apply it to your business. If you ever run into any situations like that.
0: Yeah, it's going to be an interesting conversation. We want to be, we would use this as an opportunity not only to share what will hopefully be information that that would be valuable to your business if you ever run into mm-hmm. kind of a, um, just to put it very simply, a kind of a customer service nightmare of sorts. Um, we found ourselves in that situation this fall. Uh, there were some logistical issues that we ran into, certainly unexpected and and yet we still had to deal with them and try to figure out a way to move forward proactively and positively and and take care of our clients the best way we we possibly could Mm -hmm. and so we are going to to be kind of transparent and sharing some of that experience but i ultimately what we'd also want to share is is information that will be helpful in managing some version of that experience maybe that Mm -hmm. you run into with your clients how do you how do you not only handle incoming negative feedback or worse uh, but also move beyond that proactively for the sake of taking care of your client and kind of turning things around in a positive mm-hmm. direction. And so um, that's what we're going to be doing a week from today. Same time for everybody listening in 2 p.m. Eastern. We'll be live on Facebook. And then, of course, we'll push the audio version out just like we will today uh, by 6 Eastern. You can listen to that at com or in your favorite podcast player. And um, that's what's coming up.
1: Nice. I'll look forward to it.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Rich and Heather, for making time to hang out with us again. Haley yeah. for helping produce the show. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing everybody next week.
1: Yeah. We'll see you guys oh, yeah. next week. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. That was awesome. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Take care, guys.
0: Thanks so much for listening to the Boca Podcast. Will you let us know what you thought by leaving a review of the podcast in iTunes or the Apple Podcast app? And I'd love to hear from you personally with your thoughts about the podcast and suggestions about future topics and guests for the show. My email is nathan at photographersedit.com. The Boca Podcast is brought to you by Photographer's Edit, custom image editing for the professional photographer. Visit photographersedit.com.